0: Hey, next on the T Nation, thanks for tuning into this very special segment of the show featuring two-time Super Bowl champion defensive back from the New York Giants, Mark Collins. Mark has been a wonderful friend to us over on the football side on our show Thursday night, Tailgate, been joining us for over a decade now. But he's also a very passionate golfer, which you'll hear in this conversation. He's a fantastic guy, a wonderful golfer, and somebody that we have really grown to cherish over the years. Sit back, relax, and take a listen to our conversation. Before we get started, and like I've been saying to you guys for the last several months, our resident director of instruction, Tom Patry, and I have been working with a company called Kickpoint, and they have done some magical things with our logos and created some polo shirts with some wonderful designs where they take our logos and turn them into designs on a polo shirt. They're absolutely outstanding. Kickpoint Golf is a private label custom golf apparel company making bespoke polo shirts, quarter zips, and hoodies for those selected clubs looking to take their branded game to a whole new level. If you want to check out their apparel, and again, it's going to knock your socks off, send an email to info at kickpointgolf.com. They'll get right back to you. There's no middleman. They're going to go right to the guys that do this work. You're going to check it out, and you are really going to love what they do. I'm going to start showing the uh, polo shirts that they designed for me on my Instagram, at CT Mascaro. Check them out there so you can get a sample of what they look like. These guys know where it's at. I also want to give a shout out to my friends over at On Point Golf and their great On Point ball marker. Get the number one ball marker in the game of golf. On Point is the only three-dimensional ball marker out there with alignment technology and a removable coin that is approved to use according to the rules of golf. As you know, putting is all about line and pace. Mark your ball with on-point, engage with your three-dimensional ball marker, and have more confidence in your line, execute the putt, and you're going to lower your scores. Do what the likes of Jim Furyk, PGA professionals, and amateurs alike are doing now. They use the number one ball marker in golf and they lower their scores. You know Ken Duke and Thong Chai JD? They won for the first time on the PGA Tour in 2023 and they were using an on-point ball marker. Get yours at onpointgolf.us and make more putts. And oh, by the way, you can also customize the removable coin for any club, event, or corporate outing. They make really great tea gifts and custom products. That's also going to help lower your score. I use on-point ball markers. Mine is black and gold, 3D black golf ball with a gold line down the middle to help me line up my putts. It's like having a 15th club in my bag. It's helped my game. Why wouldn't you let it help yours? Again, onpointgolf.us. See what I'm talking about. Order yours today. Okay, now joining me is a member of our 2018 Guest Hall of Fame class over on the football side on our show Thursday Night Tailgate, and that's former Giants, Chiefs, Packers, and Seahawks defensive back Mark Collins. Mark first joined us a little over 10 years ago. November 21st, 2013 was the first time he was a part of the show, and he was such a great guest, and we had so much fun with him that he joined us again the very next week. Mark was a part of two Super Bowl championship teams with the New York Giants in 1986 and 1990. He also played for Marty Schottenheimer in Kansas City, played on a third Super Bowl team with the Green Bay Packers in 1997. Going back to his college days, Mark played his ball at Cal State Fullerton, where he was a four-year starter, and he helped them to a pair of Pacific Coast Athletic Association championships. He was the PCAA Defensive Player of the Year in 1985, and he still holds the school career record in interceptions with 20. He was inducted into their Hall of Fame in 2007. Mark received one of the all-time great compliments from Bill Parcells, who accurately stated that no one could cover Jerry Rice one-on-one except for Mark Collins. Over the years, Mark has played in numerous pro-ams, and he's a big golfer, and I couldn't be more honored that I get to have him with me here today on Next on the T. Hey, Mark, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Chris, wonderful being here. Thanks for the invitation. This is, This is awesome. I'm glad.
0: So happy belated birthday, my friend, and congrats because I know how old you are, but by looking at you, I'd say you're half your age, and you can still go out there and give the Giants or the Chiefs a few series.
1: Well, I I still feel, you know, about (laughs) 35-ish. I'm in great shape. I work out every day. I I don't stress. That's one of the the key attributes of uh, trying to stay young, and I work out every day, and I just feel good, you know. I just enjoy life.
0: Mark, we're going to talk a little football, but we're going to hold that off until the, the end of uh, our time together. I want to start off with some golf. And I saw a video you put up on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling that thing these days of, uh-huh. of you coming out of the TaylorMade headquarters. Looked like you had a new driver in your hand. Did you get
1: the new QI 10? No, I didn't. So Okay, let me tell you the story. So I'm, I'm, I'm in California right now. So I was in Kansas City uh, and I was playing golf. Uh, got a couple of rounds in, and I didn't notice that the hosel on my gap wedge was kind of coming apart. So I said, "Oh well," and I hit. You know, I, I love Made clubs. I, I play the n 5s custom, but I'll get into that later on. But anyway, so the hosel was coming off of my my gap wedge, and I so I reached out to TaylorMade and said, "Hey, I'm, can I get this fixed?" I, said, I took a picture of the the club and where it was coming apart at the hosel, and uh, I sent them a email. Hey, can I get this fixed? They said, "Oh sure." Uh, just mail it to us, and we'll get it back to you. And I'm going, you know, I'm gonna be out that way in another month or so. Can I just drop by and get it fixed? They said, sure. So i know, going back and forth. So I'm I'm in Huntington Beach right now, and I I drove down to Carlsbad. Uh, when I got into California, the next day I drove down, and I walked into the shop, and the the the, the receptionist said, well, it's gonna take uh you know about a week or two, and I was like, wow, I I thought I could just walk in to get it fixed. And then so oh, we kinda of backed up and all this other stuff. And then uh, one of the guys from Taylor came out and we talked a little bit and I had my driver with me as well, because my driver was making a little little clickety noise and I couldn't fix it. I didn't know what the hell was going on with it. So I took that in as well. So we started talking and they knew me and I you know, I don't never I don't do the you know who I am kind of stuff. But they knew who I was and we started talking and they take my clubs in. And he got he gave me a new uh new driver, which is fantastic, a Stealth plus uh driver. I love it. And uh they did mail my gap wedge to me uh two days later back here at Huntington Beach. But no, and gentlemen, they've been fantastic. The last time I was at the at the kingdom was uh Super Bowl thirty two. I was with the Packers and uh they came to the hotel and asked some of the guys say, "Do you got, you got you might want to come up to uh, get fitted for clubs?" You know, I've hit a lot of clubs, and you know, but anyway, so I, me and Seth Joiner took the trip up to the Kingdom, and we got fitted, and they gave us some great clubs at the time, there was the LCG clubs in the Bubble Burner shaft, which were fantastic. And back in those days, Ernie Ells was with uh, TaylorMade at the time, and and I, I got a hard swing. I swing hard. I swing fast. So they gave me one of his shafts on the bubble burner drivers that I still have. And uh anyway, so it was fantastic. I love Taylor Man. They, that's all I hit and I enjoy it. And those guys have been wonderful if I needed something as far as the and I don't ask for much of anything, but you know, so they they're wonderful.
0: So I gotta ask you, I've never been to the kingdom. What's it like? It is beautiful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I bet it is. It it is. You know, it is when I drove down, um, walked into the the lobby, and they got a, a, was a Tiger Woods back there and Nellie Korda, her her bags there, and they got pictures all over the place. It's awesome. man. I you know what? Honestly, if you could, if you let you, it's good just to drive in and just just take a picture of the <laughs> lobby. <laughs> It it is fantastic. So anyway, I might get back down that way because uh, i I might go catch the first two rounds of the State Farm uh, at uh Tory Pine this weekend if the weather holds up. It's raining out here now, so I might try to get down there if I can find some tickets. And I love I love going to live events, uh, golf events. So they're wonderful.
0: So you mentioned you've got the M5s. I was going to ask you what's in your bag. Talk about uh, your a couple of generations behind. Do they just feel good to you?
1: Yeah, but, you know, I I just got the M5s about maybe three or four years ago, and before that I kept hitting my LCGs because they fit. Those things are, you know, I, I got them in, what, 98, 90, yeah, 97, 98. I, they just feel comfortable. And I'm a creature of habit to a point, if it feels good, I'm going to stay with it, and I know technology changes a lot, especially in, in this industry, but it, I, I felt comfortable with it, and, and I got my handicap down at at one point to a six uh well uh, eight with those clubs when i went to the m5s i got it down to a six and now i'm probably back up to a maybe a eight or nine. so i don't practice much but uh i enjoy it but i got the m5s and i, I i'm maybe i don't want to wait another almost 15 years to, to, to upgrade but the m5s are comfortable for me i like them uh, but i still carry uh from from gap wedge to four iron I'm hitting the m fives uh the tenement m fives but I do carry a two iron a three and a two iron, so I hit those and I still wow. hit the uh the l c gs uh l c g so i month two three or four months ago i took the two iron out and i replaced the two iron with the uh bubble burner uh five wood so um and i I just love them uh i use the uh the jumbo oversized grips on all all my clubs uh the ball i hit pretty much i, I like the the TaylorMade TP5 is very nice i love the Bridgestone uh any Bridgestone ball i can hit i like it uh, i don't my 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 clubhead speed for the Pro V's and the the TP's are it's not there i do swing hard but sometimes it just it just doesn't work out <laughs> so I, I i i don't mind playing the the lesser ball it works for me. I, I still, I still, I'm off the team. uh I can I still, I can still groove it out there with the driver. Uh, sometimes around two ninety, sometimes three hundred. That's good enough for me, and that's playing from the three teams. Uh I don't play the. There's no need to play from, from the tips. I'm not that good, and I want to enjoy the game. Sometimes I'll play with my good friend Steve Hershorn. We'll we'll play in in, in Kansas City, um, and I'll play from the goals. I just want to have fun and have a cup of cocktails, have a cigar, just, just enjoy that brotherhood with, with Steve and some of the NFL guys that I play ball uh, golf with. We have a great time.
0: Mark, I'm guessing you've played in hundreds of pro-ams over the years. Do you have some favorite events that you've really enjoyed being a
1: part of? Yeah, I, I play. Oh, uh, as an older guy, I, I, I mean, you know, most of the programs, they want, they want the big time celebrities super show. which is, I get it. I understand it, but I, I don't get those big, big, big invites, but the ones I do get means a lot to me. Uh, not that the other ones don't, but I don't get invited, but that's okay. So I'm I'm playing a Jim McMahon tournament in Las Vegas. He has a golf tournament uh, every year during the Super Bowls. I played in this tournament last year, and what we do, what Jim does is, is do a lot of stuff for, for his charities and uh, the gridiron great. So we raise money for a lot of players who may need help, former players who may need help, whether it's a medical bill or, you know, just getting through this thing we call life. So we do that. I do that one. And there was one uh, muscular dystrophy that we used to play uh, it's for uh, Mansfield Energy. And they're out of uh, out of Georgia. And we used to play Lake Oconee. And they just moved. Uh, from having the tournament at Lake Oconee to uh, Doral. So we'll be playing in Doral. That'll be May. I think the first week of May, middle of May. Uh, I got a couple of all, there's a couple of Kansas City I play in uh, Operation Barbecue. What they do at Operation Barbecue is go around the country if there's a natural disaster. They'll come in there with a, a group of uh, people with food, barbecue, and cook meals for first responders and the people who were hit by the tragedy or Tony of the earthquake, whatever. Because that's one of the things that people don't think about is, you know, you're you you lost everything, but you still gotta eat. So that I, I I play in their tournament and I play in our Chiefs Ambassador tournament in Kansas City. I'm a Chiefs Ambassador, so I'm with the organization. So we do a lot of stuff for our community, uh, to raise money for funds for stuff like that. So I try to do at least uh Seven to eight nationally, and then maybe four or five uh, in the Kansas City area. Uh, so I got another one in Harrisburg, uh, Pennsylvania. I do with uh, with a group up there for uh, breast cancer. Uh, Kelly Falco, a friend of mine, uh, it, and they work with a group up there. Mid Penn Bank, uh, Mid Pennsylvania Bank. They put that on, so I play in that tournament as well. As well, I got a couple. Of people. I won't take up too much time, but. I'm all about the charity part of it, and if I can can use my celebrity to help raise money for great causes, and I get out there and play golf and meet some great people, I I like doing that, and my game is good enough to compete. As long as I don't embarrass myself, (laughs) I'm okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) And, Mark, you talk about some of the stuff you you do in and around the Kansas City area. I saw a a few years ago, you got to play with world long drive champ Fast Eddie Fernandez at a Duran Cherry charity tournament. And I'm curious that when you you get to play alongside a guy like that, do you like that? Do you enjoy watching that guy just smoking it off the tee? Or does it kind of mess you up because all of a sudden you're trying to swing a little harder and to keep up and it gets you out of your tempo?
1: Chris, listen, a man has got to know his limitations. <laughs> and, I, and I and I know mine. No, Fast Eddie man, that dude, he's a great dude. He we talked. I, I just saw him like just last year, as a matter of back in the tournament. And we uh we talked last time I saw him. I saw him on TV. He tried to make the um the senior tour. I, I do believe, and he, he he did okay, and he he didn't make the cut. But we talked quite a bit. But this dude, he gets on that team, and he rips. it. I mean, he makes my back hurt when he swings so hard. And I'm impressed that these guys can 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 generate that clubhead speed. I, I mean I'm I'm very impressed. He he's a tall guy, by the way. And so he's, he's got some size on him too. But to swing that hard and and just that that, that that's that impresses me. I'm so impressed by that.
0: Mark, I don't know if you recall, but my original co host on the Thursday night tailgate show was Angelo Kane and and just the worst guy to play golf with because he'll duck hook one into the <laughs> trees or the rocks way to the left and you get in your cart and you're kind of driving over to where he's going to have to take his drop. And not only is this ball not lost, it is somehow ricocheted off a bunch of things and is now out in the middle of the fairway. You ever oh. play with a guy who gets dumb luck like that a lot?
1: Yeah, but I, I can't mention their names. but it, it, <laughs> he, he just, just got to shake his head. Sometimes, Honestly, I've done that before too. And it it's it, and there you know, you, you duck hook one to hits the tree and it goes back to the ferry. There's always gonna say, you know, you know the, the classic company line, you know, oh members members bounce, members yeah. kick. You always get that. <laughs> but no, that, that's a couple of guys I play with, um, oh gosh, you know some old college buddies, they'll they'll hook one and you know it's gone. And all of a sudden you're cling cling and it's right next to the to the card path and it's playable. And you go <laughs> You look at oh, okay, that's cool. But <laughs> what okay, Chris, one thing about golf, I mean, and I know you talk to a lot of the professional guys, but as a uh like a former athlete who played the other sports and not golf all their lives, the there are some guys who are legitimately good. I know you got the Tony Romo's, you got the John Smokes guys like that, you got the Wayne Gretzky. okay, the Michael Jordan. Yeah. And I'm okay. Am I in that category? Maybe not. But The whole whole totality of it, none of us are really good, good. You know what I mean? We're not. We're not. We're we're not. Now, if it was football, different story. You know, yeah, okay, I'm great at that. But in golf, it's a great great hobby. It's fun. And where else would, I mean, to me, and this is only my opinion, where else can you have a great time with people you want to be with and people that you just meet? And you get to know about each other for four or five hours in some of the most pristine pieces of land (laughs) in the country. (laughs) It's awesome.
0: Speaking of fun, and and you shared some pictures of you, and you mentioned this a little bit ago, enjoying a Guinness at the 19th hole. But is there anything more fun than getting a Guinness from your buddy who had to pay for it? Plus, they're reaching for their wallet at the 19th (laughs) hole. To come back and give you give you the money at the end to me that's the most satisfying thing on the planet
1: well one thing that i don't do is number one i don't gamble because and i i, I tell you stories about gambling but because most times you gamble i tried this many years ago back in maybe the early 90s a lot of people don't want to pay up so i say you know what yeah i, I I've, I've i've reached the, the pinnacle of, of sport so gambling to me doesn't do me any good so the competition is not with you it's me against the course. I'm trying to better myself by trying to, you know, tame this course best I can. The gambling part, I really don't give a crap about that. But, so I'm in, I'm, I'm, I was in a, oh, what's the the country club I played at? Oh, I was in a Rhode Island, and I think it was Rhode Island Country Club, and I'm playing with a bunch of guys. I was working with Jim Worth Financial at the time. I got my Series 60, and at the time, six license. So I'm doing financial work amongst other things I've done. So I'm playing some golf with these guys at the country club. We're playing, and we're having a couple of beers, or I call them frescas, a couple of frescas. So we're playing, and I hit a hole in one. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, I only got one. It was a par three. I think it was like 215 or think they, they, they gave me a shirt. And the whole round, we're drinking beer, right? We're having a couple of frescas. All of a sudden, I get a hole in one. And I don't know who made this rule up, Chris, that the winner, <laughs> you have a hold on one, you have to buy drink. So <laughs> I get a hold-on-one. We get back, oh yeah, okay, Mark got a hold on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These SOBs are now <laughs> drinking Johnny Walker <laughs> Blue label. Oh. And, yeah, and I'm going, you oh, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> so, my my tab was 1500 bucks. Oh my goodness. This is with three people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I got the I got the check. Wow, that's yeah. wrong. That's wrong. I know, I know, I know. But th- see, that's a, if I if I could be king for a day, king of golf for a day, I would change that rule. Hey, listen, whoever gets the hole in one, you buy that guy or that woman a drink, <laughs> right? And r- rule two, I I'll change if I were king for a year. If your daughter gets married. I think the dad should not have to pay the bill. I think <laughs> the other dad pays the
0: bill. <laughs> uh, I as got a dad of two
1: girls, I'm with you. Yeah, I got three daughters. So, hey, come on. <laughs> oh,
0: but getting back to the whole in one, one thing, and we talked about this. I, I co-host a, a local golf show here in Atlanta called The Golf Show with with, with Brian Katrick. And we talked yeah. about this very topic a couple of weeks ago. It seems like the whole in one, one thing is backwards. Yeah. Everybody else should be buying that because, you know, I mean, hole-in-ones don't come all the time, and they may not come at all in your lifetime. You've got one. I've got none. You would think <laughs> everybody would be so happy for you that they're buying you a drink. But, no, it's you, the opposite no. way around. That's wrong.
1: You would think that Lee Trevino has 10 or 11. I mean, he has 10 or 11. Yeah, yeah, he, that's a lot. I mean, think about that. That dude has a lot of hole-in-ones. <laughs> I don't believe he's been paying for but that's, that's crazy. But- yeah. But as you could tell, Chris, the the passion I have for golf, I love it. I I think it, I I I I kind of venture to call it, is it a sport or is it an art? And I yeah. vacillate back and forth with yeah. it because to me it doesn't. It's like the ultimate equalizer. It doesn't matter how big you are, how strong you are, how tall you are, how short you are. <laughs> yes, it, and it's the only. It's the only game. That changes each hole. Every shot is different. As as in football, you know, the measurements of a football stadium, football field are the same. Basketball the same. Tennis course the same. But in golf, soccer is the same. In golf, everything's different. Every hole is different. And then just when you think you got the course mapped out perfectly the way you want it, and you go back to play the next day, they change the pin placement on you and put it somewhere else. It's (laughs) unbelievable.
0: That's right. Mark, I also saw some pictures of you playing with your son Marco at Deer Creek Golf Club just outside of Kansas City. Talk about his game and getting to play with your son. Yeah,
1: I play with Mark and Marco, my, my two sons. They, they they try to get out there. We just have fun. They're not great golfers, but I love that at least they try it. They're football guys, as I am or was. And we just have fun. We go out there, they swing the the club. Uh Deer 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 Valley was a course that just closed down just I think last year last year great it was a great track so we got to play it's great to have my sons with me uh we go and we'll play golf and afterwards i would drink a beer and they're 21 now so they can drink a beer with me if they want and just that time on the course you know we got our music playing and and uh we just enjoy each other and they they know they're not that great and they think these, these, this is the football mentality or sports mentality when you're good at one thing you think i'm just going to muscle this little ball and. Swing hard as I can, and they miss. And I just sit back and laugh and say, "Son, it's not about that. This, this (laughs) is an art. You, you got to put some work into it." So we'll go to the driving range. I got, I videotape everything pretty much. So I got my kids at the driving range (laughs) hitting golf balls and and missing everything. It's funny. So I, I I try to post some of that stuff every now and then, and it's kind of cool. So what are your some of your favorite tracks? What do you enjoy playing? Oh. I would venture to say, uh, I would. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be kind of funny. I, I would. I would play any course uh, that a friend would invite me to. And I know I, I've been around a lot. I played uh, Pelican Hill here in Newport Harbor. Uh, played Lake Ocone, um Great course in Kansas City. Played Torrey Pines. oh so, so many. I, can't even mention. Um, played Doral before, but uh, any course that that a friend would invite me to, I I just love the, love the game. Uh, and, and I, I sometimes, and it's not sometimes. I, I don't I don't want to be snooty when I say this, but you want a course that's going to challenge. I want a course that's going to challenge my game. Uh, but if my friend, but I, if my friend goes to a course, I want to play it. I want to make sure they enjoy themselves and the course is fair to them. So I'll play anywhere. I'm, it doesn't bother me one bit.
0: Do you have some that are on your bucket list?
1: Yes. St. Andrews.
0: Is that right? And
1: yeah. that That is on my bucket list. And I'm going to make that happen hopefully uh, in the next year or two. Uh, that is my bucket list. Uh, I, I, I walked the grounds at Augusta. And I know I won't get invited there because, I don't know anybody there, but just, <laughs> just 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 walking the grounds at Augusta was unbelievable. It was it was very nice, and you know on TV it looks bigger. You know they got the trees over the the drive over there, and there it looks bigger. But when you're there, you go okay, it's kind of small. But the course itself is fantastic, and there's not a leaf, a blade of grass, trash anywhere on that course. It is so pristine; it's unbelievable. It really is.
0: It's my favorite place on the planet.
1: What's your bucket list? You have you have you got have you your bucket list, of course, yet?
0: Yeah, no, I haven't. And you know, of course, St. Andrews is on mine as well. And you know, I'm in the same boat as you. I, I've I've been on the grounds of Augusta National many times, uh-huh. and uh, I certainly desire to put a peg in the ground and and, and play there. And I don't know anyone either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Old Head over in Ireland is a place that uh i desire to play that's probably my number my number three course on, on my bucket list i think that oh, place wow. is fantastic if you haven't seen it go out there and look it's a it's a two mile peninsula that just jets out into the ocean and they, they put a golf course on it and it is unbelievable so oh wow yeah so yeah that's that's high on my list
1: oh that's great hey, hey chris let me tell you a story real quick because this is funny. please so when I out okay, well, let me back up. So I was, I had the opportunity to get about a good week, week and a half lesson from Butch Herman. And it, this is so why wow. I tell this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check this out. So yeah. I, I don't know how oh, I guess I'm in my just retired or something. I was doing something in Vegas. Um, and I was with Jen Worth at Jen Worth Financial. So I'm out there and, Doing stuff with the NBA league. I had to do a like a presentation with Jim Worth for the, the Rookie Symposium, that kind of stuff. And Vinny Del Negro was there. He won the uh the waste not the waste management. What's that one in uh in Tahoe? He won that Tahoe. He won that one in Tahoe, I think he won it one year. He was out there, a lot of basketball Anyway, long story short. So I got him for a week and a half and he we're all lining up, hitting balls and stuff. So he'll he'll walk by and start talking to people. He comes. To, he comes to me. I'm hitting a couple of balls, and and I used to take golf really seriously. I didn't curse. I didn't drink beer on the course. Oh, I did curse when I met, missed a shot, but <laughs> never <laughs> threw a club. Never threw a club. Didn't drink beer. No, nothing on the course. Just strictly golf, focused, like my like when I play football. So he comes over, and I'm I'm kind of shaking balls. He's watching me, and I'm I'm letting it, I'm letting it out. You know, after three shots. So, if you know, if you know Butch, I'm going to clean up what he said, the way he talked to me. <laughs> he goes, he goes, Mark, why are you, why, goes, why are you cursing? I said, well, I'm shaking the ball and blah, 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 blah. He goes, do you do this for a living? He must have seen the look on my face. <laughs> I just was like, oh, you know what? <laughs> I don't. Because he goes, he goes, well. I can see you know if I'm Coach Parcells and you're getting beat for touchdowns and you cursing and whatever because you know I would you know I would venture believe him as right on the I'll be like right, you know he says what he says and he immediately when he said that and I had a for a week and a half we start I hit the ball better anyway so after he said that I go back to Kansas City and California back and forth I started just relaxing and just playing the game. You know, I would I would wear funky. I call I think funky outfits. I'll wear pink pants and purple pants, and I I I don't know if you've seen some of my social media, some of the yep. outfits I put together. So I'm known when I show up at golf courses. Okay, what are what you gonna wear this weekend? Or this week, <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. So I, I really embrace what he said. This is just a game for you, <laughs> and it is. You know, enjoy yourself, and man. Right. Yeah, and I said this, that's that's the best advice I think outside of football that I've gotten from somebody who was a who's a master at this at this game. And I said this is awesome. So after that, that was class. services which um, Charming gave me that advice, I think my game has really taken off <laughs> because I just enjoy it. Good for you,
0: that, and that's the thing we talk about on this show a lot. Mark is. There's more negative self-talk out on a golf course than probably anywhere else that we go. We get down on ourselves, we hit a bad shot, one bad shot you know, turns into four or five bad shots or four or five bad holes and all that sort of thing. Instead of, to your point, enjoying being out in a beautiful setting with your buddies just having a good time. We have certainly taken this game in the kind of wrong direction between our ears where we've made it more important than it really is cuz no one's going to remember what you shot 2 months from now they're not going to no. care right no
1: no they're not that's why I, that's back to my point none of us are really that great i mean you know i don't if it, if if you ask anybody who played golf with me the in my charity events the first thing i do i love meeting people secondly and it's it's a, whether it's a pro am or a charity event whatever or both in in the twine. The first thing I say is this. Hey, listen, I play with some guys who take this stuff way too seriously. I go, man, I'm not, I, we're, this is not going to work out. If you're going to take it that serious and we can't engage and have a good time, maybe I'm not the, the athlete you want to be with. Maybe we can switch to, at the turn, we can switch. <laughs> but the first thing I say is this number one, we're not playing for a green jacket. So let let's get that perfectly clear. Okay, we're here to have fun. And after every birdie shot, we're going to do a shot of alcohol. Okay? <laughs> and immediately everybody signs up. Yeah, we got the right guy. <laughs> it's fun. That's awesome.
0: Mark, I want to switch gears in just a couple more before I let you go. And you get invited to speak to kids at schools and camps because you're such a wonderful speaker. When you get those opportunities, what message do you want the kids to walk away with?
1: Well, just, just basically give, give your chef a shot. Give your chef an opportunity. Uh, if a situation comes up and you have an opportunity to uh, play a sport, try out for the sport. Go to college. You know what? And I get it, college isn't for everybody, but give it a shot. If it's a four year school, go for it. If it's a two year school, go for that too. If it's an online class, Give yourself a shot. Give yourself an opportunity to be successful. Uh, If you don't take that shot, 100%, you will not be successful. But if you give yourself a shot at it, hey, there's an opportunity. You might make it. And after that opportunity, it may lead to something else. So that's the whole crux of most of my speeches is give yourself an opportunity, give yourself a shot. So that's basically it.
0: Mark, I got to get your thoughts now. A couple things on football. Obviously, Chiefs Bills last night was a heck of a game. The Chiefs come out on top. What do you think happens from here on in? Who do you like to be in the Super Bowl?
1: Well, uh, because I'm part of the Chief organization, I'm going to pull for the Chiefs. Uh, I, I think, I think the Chiefs have finally found their stride because the whole year the offense was kind of up and down, but I think they finally found their stride. The defense has been solid all year, so I'm not worried about the defense, but. You know, I want the Chiefs to be there. Obviously, Baltimore—they've been rolling from day one. They're—they're—they're they're, they're pretty damn good. So it's going to be a tough game. On the other side, you know, I—I I like San Fran, but I—I kind of—I'm I, on—I'm on the uh, the Lions' bandwagon. I think uh, I—I've been in that situation where a team hasn't won anything in thirty plus years. I was on the '86 Giants Super Bowl team when we won—we won in the the Super Bowl that year. And the 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 relief of the fans that we bestowed on them by winning the Super Bowl was awesome. So I get it. And I think the Lions are in the same situation. And this Lions team, is they're pretty damn good as well. So I would love to see a, a Lions uh, Chiefs Super Bowl because I think that fan base deserves it as well. Uh, that, that drought is unbelievable.
0: Your former defensive coordinator with the Giants, Bill Belichick, is is a free agent right now. Where do you think he yeah. ends up? Where do you think he's a I, good fit?
1: Well, you know, I, I would I was venture to say, at this point, Bill has all the money. He has more money than the IRS, so he doesn't <laughs> need the money. I I think he's going to go to a place where he has a chance to to probably create and build something, and obviously he wants the uh, your total win record over Don Shula. and You know, you're here like I'm here in Atlanta as a spot. It, but does Atlanta fit? I'm, I mean, look, the NFC, what, the NFC South they're in? That's yep. a crappy division. But <laughs> You know, if he, if he can go to Atlanta and Arthur Blank gives him complete autonomy to uh, to run the organization, you know, you go down there and, and, and stay five extra years to see if you get it done. Other than that, I I don't think uh, I don't think the Chargers will fit because I don't think uh, Belichick's a West Coast guy, <laughs> so <laughs> that may be out. But I don't know. I, I it, it seems like Atlanta may be the spot. I think he went in for a second interview, if I'm not mistaken. right. Yep. So I think something's going to happen pretty quick.
0: Mark, before I let you go, remind our listeners about Two Five Sports and what you're doing now.
1: Well, Two Five Sports, what we do is give student athletes the opportunity to get a sports scholarship. Um, so what the kids would do is they create a, I call a mobile profile. They create their profile and send that profile to any school, any athletic program they want. And we put the onus on the school and the parents, or the kids and the parents to reach out to fit. If the school fits their criteria, they can send it to that school. Instead of waiting for a school and a coach to come look for them. because so there are a lot of kids who are overlooked. I was one of those student-athletes who were overlooked by the bigger schools. And fortunately, Cal State Fullerton reached out to me, and it worked out perfectly. So that's 25 Sports, the number 2 com. Uh That's the business side of it. And I'm on social media, all the platforms, uh, Instagram at 25 uh, two Sports, on X or Twitter at 25, the number two, 5 Sports at Two Five Sports on LinkedIn, Mark Collins, and uh, that's about it. I'm easy accessible. I'm here to, you know, just be a better person for my family and myself, and uh, I enjoy people. Mark,
0: you're the best, my friend. I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day to come and be a part of this show. You've been such a great friend and a guest for, like I say, over a decade now. I hope uh, we get an opportunity to catch up again soon, talk a little more golf, see how your game is doing. Maybe later on in the year, maybe you get it back down to a six or a five. I'd love to hear about it.
1: All right, my friend. I appreciate it, Chris. Thanks a lot. Take care, Mark. All the best to you and your family. We'll catch up soon. Bye-bye. See you, Mark.